Welcome back to 4-4-Fing 2. It's a lower scoring week this week, but there's a few diamonds in the rough, including some lower priced strikers who might be a cheap addition to your team, as the usual suspects draw a blank. Hello, and welcome back to 4-4-Fing 2. I'm Chris, and I'm joined by Reese. Hello. <laughs> Delayed. And Tom. <laughs> Hello. That was deliberate. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> was that a deliberate delay? Yeah. I was. think it, I hope it was. It was it's uh, gonna be a long was. podcast. It just sounded really good when you did it, Reese. So I was uh <laughs> Yeah, I thought so. I really milked the moment, yeah. How are you, gents? Yeah, very well, thanks. Yeah, can't complain. <sighs> yeah, pretty good, thanks, yeah. Yeah, how are you? Bit, you're not pulling. I'm pulling my hair out of this fantasy football. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I mean, two weeks in, I'm already. Uh, yeah, already I'm already like, why did we commit to a podcast? For God's sake! No, I'm joking. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's been an eventful two weeks, right? So we've had a crazy outscoring week where, you know, it's got to lofty heights that we don't normally see that often, and then this week it's kind of fallen flat on its face. Yeah. Straight back to earth this week, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, classic week two. Yeah, it, but it's good as well because it's, you know, it's really there's you. No one knows really where their footing is at the moment, right? You know, no. you you could think you're on top of the world, and then the next thing, next game week, you could slide all the way down to the mid table. So, but no, it keeps us on our toes at least. Um, so the agenda for this week, we're going to wrap up our weekly performances like we normally do. Um, take a look at our podcast league, see who's top, and see who's slid to the bottom and then we're going to take a look into some budget forwards um you know there's obviously the the main ones that have been banging in the goals at the moment and we've seen some price rises in the league already but we're gonna give our two cents on who we think might be worth getting in who to avoid and and budget forwards in general i guess for the for the people that are new to fantasy football and are worried whether they should be dropping their kings and their kings sorry and they're all bamiyangs for a uh, uh, chris wood for example and then we're going to take a look at last man standing everyone get chris wood yeah i was re- i was what? reminded of my advice last week when i went yeah you know what i reckon chris wood could get could get all a right. goal against us. all right we'll, chris we'll wood we'll, come on man we'll get to it <laughs> anyway uh so we can start from the top and work our way down to me um so i think top is so, reese yeah i feel like that's this has happened more times this year than in the whole of last year um <laughs> So I'm, okay, I'm feeling really good. Yeah, every last penny. Um, so my inspired transfer from last week was Alisson out, Edison in for one point. Did he get booked or something? What the hell happened? Uh, I did two. How did he only get one point? Conceded two. I did concede two. Okay, yeah. I, I forget yeah. Spurs actually score goals. Yeah. Two conceded um, and just so no yeah. saves, clearly. Yeah. Um, so like, that's an investment for the future. That wasn't, I didn't buy him for the Spurs game. Um, I know that I predicted Spurs to come sixth last year, but I actually quite like Spurs. Um, so that was an investment for the future. And my defence was also pretty ropey. So a Trent with one point. Did he get booked again? Like, what's going on, guys? Um, Zuma with two, Dunk with three. And then my boy, Lundstram, 
with 14 points. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm absolutely, absolutely delighted. Fair uh, play, Matt. I played him, him as week. well. Because I did, I put in a group, didn't I? Because uh, was it, uh, were one of you asking for advice about, like, was it you, Tom, saying, like, who do I play? You know, you're a bit worried about which. Did you have Chris Wood in? It, for it example? was me. It was me. Yeah, I, I had Chris Wood um, in and was wondering which uh, which bench player to bring in, and I didn't. Um, and I I uttered my fancy for uh, for Lundstram. Yeah, uh, and he, like I'm just milking that for all it's worth right now um, because like the rest of my team was pretty. Nothing happened, to be honest. Like I had, I had Lundstam and De Bruyne, and nothing, and that was enough to send me above the average. Like, what a weird week! Um, yes. So I had Fraser with two, Perez with two, Salah three doubled as skipper, Kane with two, and Wilson was that another sneaky assist two in a row? Was mm-hmm. it for it five was, points? Yeah. So I, I'll take, I'll take that. Um, Forty-nine points against an average of forty-one. Uh, I sneak into the top million at uh, overall rank of nine hundred ninety-seven thousand. Um, thanks, thanks to Kevin and whatever Lundstrom's first name is, uh, John. John. Oh, John. Brilliant, Kevin and John. Where is he? Is he, <laughs> like, is he a sweet? Like, no, he's English. Um, oh. Is he? He's not. Yeah. Yeah, he said they oh, do sound how, how okay. backwards of you, Reese. He looks very. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I just yeah, Kevin and John, two boys that I feel like I could meet down the pub. Um, I don't know. They're racking. I, I couldn't see Kevin De Bruyne down the pub. Kevin De Bruyne, uh, not necessarily Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> He'd make me feel better about me getting ID though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you see, I, I don't know what his voice sounds like, but it, it looks like it should be really high pitched. I don't know. Uh, doesn't it? I, rec- I reckon yeah. it's deceiving. Like I remember when I first heard Luka Modric's voice, and it was like his balls were basically scraping the floor. It was so deep. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> so I think I think it'd be. Another- <laughs> it's a lovely image for all of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's how he keeps his. Uh, Low center of gravity when he's dribbling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the pendulum effect, yeah, nice. Um, so yeah, get I'm, Meg much. Like, I'm. No. <laughs> he does wear um, shorts quite long as well, doesn't he? Anyway, should we move on from Luka Modric's yep. ball sack? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was. Uh, I'm. I'm actually down in our podcast league this week to 18th. Um, These leagues are peeing me off big time. I think that like there were there were a couple of decent-ish scores. Like it looks like Dennis had a good week with um, Dina and Aubameyang and like Lanzini doing the business. So like I was above average, but I moved down in the league, which is a bit annoying. But um, yeah, actually, yeah, um, which leaves me funny enough level on points with a certain Tommy P. Tom, do you want to uh. talk us through yours? Yeah, why not? Um, I was only two points behind Reese, uh, the mighty Reese this week. Uh, 47. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 47. Um, would have been a lot more had Lundstrom been in my lineup, uh, which was a little bit of an annoying decision. I'll wear it. It's. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm not. I don't normally um, put in my cheaper players at the expense of, you know, ones I've actually picked. It's, they're there to make up the numbers, yeah. and if they happen to get a score then so be it so i'm not too cut up 
um it's just uh and actually it's um it's pretty good because made loads of people go get him so that's going to drive his price up and hopefully uh add my team value so yeah not too fast actually <laughs> you're on you're on your team value already after two weeks tom <laughs> i gotta gotta look at something <laughs> um so i had schmeichel in goal uh three points um robertson with two Dino with 11 uh trent with one uh lucas mora came on and scored with his first touch uh seconds you know, wasn't it? yeah uh salah captain um three points doubled six sterling with six perez with two king with six jota and wood with two apiece um jota seems to be scoring all his goals in europe which is helpful mm. um, what's um, your um what's your uh kind of thoughts with jota tom are you are you looking to you hold him for a while or i'm after? holding for now yeah. Home for now um so i mean Wolves next game is burnley at home uh Wolves i know burnley aren't, aren't great uh i mean burnley aren't um they're not terrible defensively that's the only thing but um but i fancy him there someone with a bit of pace um Wolves's run is a bit tough though and they've got europe to contend with so i think they're playing you know, today in europe yeah oh, yeah um it'd probably be um be thursday wouldn't it Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's Torino, I think. Um, two legs against them, so uh, maybe um, the second legs, maybe even next week. So like, there's a lot, you know, a lot of games for them. So that's um, to qualify, is it? That's to yeah, qualify. That's, to, that's to qualify for the group stage. Uh, so okay. yeah, so um, so he's potentially one I could move on. But I, I watched the game last night, and he did still look dangerous. Um, Wolves actually just—they they did look pretty good. So I'll keep the faith for for this weekend, and if um, if I don't feel like uh, keeping him on, then I'll move him on. Um, yeah, I mean it's we'll talk about strikers later, but my strikers haven't exactly excelled so far. It's annoying because other people in that bracket have. Um, it's, and, just the, uh, it's just the luck of the draw, isn't it, mate? It is. It is. I went for Wood. Barnes gets three and two. Like you know, there's not been much in. Like I mean, I went to the game on the, on Saturday, and you know there wasn't much in the way of like Barnes like seeing more of the ball than Wood or anything. It just he mm. happened to be there in the right place. A bit more of a yeah, a bit more of a poacher in Yeah, yeah, and I, it was a little bit worrying that Wood was hooked on the hour for Jay Rodriguez. Um, so, but I don't know. I think he's quite important to them the way they play. So I wouldn't be too quick to chuck him and he's already gone down point one but i don't see how he could go down again given his ownership yeah. so i think he's worth keeping faith with for now um and maybe look at moving on one of the others if um they look in danger of a drop yeah and both you chaps have iosi perez and i do other people have iosi perez as well and on on that one are you are you both looking to stick for the time being i'm sure there's lots of other guys out there as well he's around a price point where there's lots of people out there that can fill in that slot yeah again i'm going to give him another chance sheffield united uh next game and bournemouth at home the game after um so let's see how he comes through that race yeah i i i completely agree it's it's the next two fixtures like if his next two fixtures were um the people he has in the next in 
game weeks three and four, or sorry, five and six in the future. So he's got United and Spurs in game weeks five and six. Yeah. If he had them in the next two weeks, I'd be looking to get rid. Um, but Sheffield United, I know they, they've looked stoic at the back, but Sheffield United and Bournemouth next two, I'm certainly going to give him the benefit of that for them and then potentially look to move him on. But I'm not, I'm not really, I just don't want to be, it's something I'm going to, excuse me, I think it's good. We're going to discuss it a bit later. Just a, a cheeky burp into the microphone there. Don't mind me, guys. Um, <laughs> I can only apologise to our listeners who've had to deal with scrotum and belching so far. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I had a couple of beers. Um, we're fine. Um, so, yeah, I'll be looking to potentially move him on um, in two weeks' time. Uh, again, once I've got a better idea of who at that price point I want to bring in right now, as I said, later on, we're probably going to talk about jumping to conclusions and bringing people in on a whim after two good weeks or one good week. But I think it's worth just like consolidating on the players you have for a little bit. And then um, in a couple of weeks time, you know, like we're working from a tiny sample size right now. So if I decided that I wanted to bring in Undombele after what he had two assists, Chris, is it in the two games? Yeah. Oh, no, a goal and an assist yeah. um, in, the, in the two games, you know, Mm-hmm. or Shabalos for Arsenal, who I know looked class. But again, it's just a tiny sample size we're working from. So mm. I want to make a more informed... I, I jumped to rash conclusions last year and it cost mm-hmm. me dear. Mm-hmm. So dear. Like You also didn't ditch Jota quickly just, enough, though. Yes, that's very true. That's very true. True. That is true. So maybe I just need to find that middle ground of... Um, just make your one right. transfer a week. Yeah. Um, so, so the fact that I had to make one forced last week um, has made me want to keep two for next week, um, just to give me some flexibility, which I was, which I didn't have this week. Um, I'm a dis- bit disappointed to see Fraser go down to seven point four already. Um, yeah, Fraser's pissing me off, man. Mm, especially people are very City, fickle. City, City. Um, I think I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for this week because he's got a run of Leicester, Everton, Southampton and West Ham in the next four um, after the City game. So we'll see where that takes him. But I don't know. I I think I'm just going to... The first six weeks, I'm going to let stuff sort of flow a little bit and not jump to two sort of hasty conclusions and then um, and then take it from there is my view in general. Sorry, that was a really long-winded question. That like answer to your question of what do you think of Perez, Reese? Um, <laughs> that's my story, right, mate. It's the value, it's the value you uh, had. Don't worry. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay quiet for ten minutes now. Carry on. It also, it also get... puts the stuff up into my team, which is quite nice because <laughs> I don't really it's want to go through it. <laughs> I was just going to mention quickly that I've made one transfer um, out of the two that I have Ooh. available because um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just use it as a chance to get more money into my team. So I got rid of Solly March and put Campwell from Norwich in. Uh, I've yeah. heard Campwell's pretty good. And after uh, Chelsea and someone else, Chelsea and City, is it? It's got quite a decent run. So yeah, You're such I, a I'm... high red nap, mate. You're getting him in. You're not even going to play him. You're getting him in just for a price rise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm actually just leaning out my car window at the moment. and uh... Outside Fratton Park. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, it, 
I wasn't playing March and wasn't going to. Like he's had two home fixtures in a row against easy teams, and I've not been at all inclined to play him. Um, so I've got no reason to keep someone in for five mil when you can have someone four point five who is also playing and can just sit on my bench yeah. and give me more to play with. So uh, that's my one yeah. move so far. I might make another one before the weekend, but most likely I'll hold two for next week. Nice. Makes sense. Rich, you made any transfers or you, you, you said you're holding it, right? Yeah, I'm standing by it. Like, There's a couple of boys who haven't done too much for me in um, in the last couple of weeks. So um, like, I'm just kind of stuck with Greenwood on my bench and... I'm a bit worried about John Stones because he um, didn't play at the weekend and he's got a thigh injury and I, God knows what Pep's going to do. But Even um, if he's fit, yeah, even if he's fit, he might get rotated. So Exactly. Um, but if he's not fit, he might get rotated back in, given Pep's logic. So um, I'm standing by that. I don't think I'm going to make a transfer this week. I've got Dendonk on my bench again with um, with two points. Who's like, that's, there's nothing there. But... Um, just uh, flicking through Twitter, I've just seen that Dendonka's average position was actually ahead of Jimenez in the game at the weekend. Um, wow. So when, when when Wolves drive forward, it seems to become a front three of him, Jota and Jimenez. Um, wow. So I'm, I'm for a 4.5 midfielder, I'm keeping the faith there. Um, surprise, surprise, Reese keeps faith in a Wolves midfielder. <laughs> That's a change of tune, isn't it? <laughs> Dendonka um, be a forward next year. Very, very on the <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um but the players I'm I'm most looking to get rid of are probably Kurt Zuma um and uh John Stones. Fair. Two defenders, brilliant. But um Sounds sensible. Kurt Zuma Yeah, I think um Christiansen was back playing for like the under twenty threes or something or the reserves. Um not Christiansen, sorry. Do you mean Rudiger? Sorry. Rudiger. Yeah. Rudiger was back playing for um playing some football this week, playing some well, like lower level competitive football for Chelsea. Um, so obviously there's a risk of rotation there. Um, but they've got Norwich, Sheffield United, Wolves. Like looking at their next 10 games, um, FPL ranks all of them at a three or below apart from Liverpool. Like they've got a really nice run apart from that Liverpool fixture, Chelsea. So I'm tempted to keep it. Fair enough. Which Chelsea defender do you think will go? Yeah, like it's hard to read them. Which which defender do you think will go to bring Rudiger back in? Do you think he'll come I straight back I in? Personally, I personally think so. I think Christensen's yeah has looked more able in what I've seen so far. Um, yeah, but I, who knows? I don't know what Frank's thinking. So I think it is hard to judge Lampard because like Christensen was there last year, whereas Zuma wasn't. But Frank wasn't there last year either, so like it's not as if he has his favourites from last year either. So, yeah, it's a tough one. Chelsea, Chelsea are a, a real dilemma at the moment. And I, I said before the season started, I said right, whichever whichever Chelsea striker starts, I'm getting him straight in. Like seven point five for a Chelsea striker, get him in. And I have not been tempted for a moment. Um, I think rightly so as well. Yeah. Um, I might be at some point if we just see a little more solidarity from a player. Is it Tammy that started both? Um, oh, Giroud started this week. Giroud started, did he? Yeah. <laughs> see, like, no he did, idea. Yeah. Giroud started the Super Cup as well, didn't he? Um, mm. So I just don't really know what to think at the moment. So I'm not well, touching Chelsea yeah. strikers right now. Instead of a striker, I mean, 
Mason Mount might build on his goal. Um, he's played nine yeah, minutes. He looks both like he's as, Yeah, proper Frank yeah. favorite as well, isn't he? As another exactly, ten, exactly, exactly. Um, so maybe he's one to watch. Same price yeah, as uh, yeah. Barkley. Well, no, Barkley's gone down now. Five point nine. Anyway, yeah, we digress. People, people, people are ditching anyway. Barkley fast. Yeah, Chris. Chris has put off talking about. His he team really has, not he? Long enough now. So <laughs> uh, I think I think we can uh, get him onto it. Yeah, this is really annoying because for any new listeners that we have, everyone's going to think I'm really crap at fantasy football. But all I will say is have some faith. I will. Um, I will come back from this messy start. Anyway, um, Matt Ryan came in, got me a big two points. Um, Dinia saved me again. Um, yeah, really yeah. pleased with him so far. And I'm really glad that I kind of bit the bullet and took him from the beginning because even at six mil, I was thinking, oh, you know, that's a, that's a premium defender. But, you know, he got me um, assists and a clean sheet and two bonus as well. So I can't really, can't really grumble with that. Um, I would have had a much better week if my two Liverpool defenders would have done something, Van Dijk and Alexander-Arnold. But then again, you know, I don't really care if they concede because at the moment, a lot of people have this business business model of two Liverpool defenders. So if I keep a clean sheet, then everyone does well. If they concede a goal, then everyone does crap. So um, not too fussed there. I'm a little bit more um, worried about my midfield. Um, Sigurdsson, again, Nothing but three, so we got a clean sheet point, and that's it. Kind of expecting a bit more from an eight million pound midfielder, so I will bide my time with Sigurdsson because I know that he's pretty consistent. Um, and it, we've only had two games. Um, I have Fraser with two points, and he's he's someone that I'm kind of thinking of freeing up some cash there. Um, for example, Mason Mount six mil could free up a mil and a bit invest that somewhere else um i had martial got me a goal yesterday thank god because otherwise i would have had an abysmal week um sigh of relief there yeah it was big time it was actually quite funny because um we're in a draft league as well and i was beating tommy um and we had had one yeah i had tony and uh there was a his goal meant i beat you by a point in that yeah, one, the head-to-head. So, uh, so I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad it was him that scored. Yeah, <laughs> bit yeah, of sweet for you, but I think you needed the FPL points. Yeah, definitely. Um, I had Jorginho. Um, <sighs> Why do you have Jorginho? Because I know he's probably going to be on pens for one, so he's kind of like and he scores player. every pen. Yeah. Uh, and he's, I see him as well. So there's kind of that, that Milivojevic aspect to him. But I also saw um, interviews with him and, and highlights of him playing further up. So not like uh, there was there was talks of him being quite restricted under Sarri and as that last man. Whereas I got the impression he'd be playing playing slightly higher up, being able okay. to deliver those through balls. Unfortunately, at the moment, you know they're kind of. They're not getting that. Um, it hasn't that exactly finish. gone well for them so far, though. So maybe they will switch him and Kante. Yeah, who knows? The way I see it is, he's one of those mids that he's cheap. The other, the my 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 bench was Walker, Peters, Greenwood, and Cahill. Turns out Cahill was never going to bloody play. Greenwood, it was a risk. Walker, Peters was a massive risk. So I thought, F, well, let's see, <laughs> let's see. I'll play Jorginho and see what happens. He got me. He got me. Mm. Um, you needed Martin Kelly instead of Gary Cahill, mate. 
5.5 yeah. keeper and playing. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll come to Cahill. Don't worry. <laughs> um, uh, King got me a goal up front and um, Harry, Harry Kane got me two. So I ended on 43, which was, I will add, above average. Thank you very much. By two points. But um, yeah, really, really expected a bit more. Um, but considering the yeah the the average was pretty crap, and I'm I'm not too concerned, and I'm still happy for my setup for next week. Um, in terms of transfers, I was sitting in a nice little bar on was it Saturday or Sunday? I think it was Sunday. Um, sipping an Aperol Spritz when Lundstrom scored, and I thought this guy at four mil, he's playing every week. He's playing as a midfielder, regardless of the goal. I mean, the goal sold it to me, but. All the other characteristics show that this is like a gem for FPL because you can leave him on the bench. You can play if you had, um, um, you know. I'm trying to think of the other way around. Is it? I oh, know the other way around. It doesn't really work, does it? If someone's a defender, but they're actually done him as, as a midfielder. But anyway, yeah. it's like yeah, having a midfielder. Really it's, like yeah, it's like playing Jorginho, but you could get clean sheet as well. So yeah. I thought four mil. I'll get him in because I had big fat Gary Kale or four point five. He's pissing me off because I really thought that he would be he would be like driving their defence forward, and he started on the bench twice. So I don't know if he's lacking match fitness or what, but I freed up point five before Gary slipped. And I uh, yeah, I heard I heard something that about Gary Cahill played like a combined thirty minutes of Premier League football last season. So yeah. I really don't think he's going to be uh, all that um, at least for a bit. Well, that makes me feel a bit better about my decision. I'll take it. Yeah. So, yeah, Lundstrom's in and he makes a start in 11. So, let's welcome, see. Welcome to the Lundstrom bandwagon. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Right. Let's fly to the 4 4 f 2 league quickly. So, um, I don't like looking at this because I've slid down to 23rd, um, but I will take. Positive is the fact that there are at least 23 people in the league. So, top of the <laughs> league, well done to Prasad, uh, Iron Legion. It's Good called work, a, a Iron 63. Legion. 63. 63. That's pretty stonking considering the week. So, he had Pope, Dunk, Van Dyke, Dinya, Lundstrom, and, you know, those last two getting 25 points between them. Then he had De Bruyne, Salah, Martial, Perez, and Kane and Vardy. Pretty Pretty strong showing. Yeah, good uh, good score in a very low-scoring week. Um, shout out to my colleague James Lelliot as well, who top scored the week with 66. Uh, largely in part, uh, largely due to him having Mane as captain. Oh, fair enough. Which is bold at this stage. Um, so, uh, yeah, and then I think there are a few other 60 scores, but nothing... Uh, Nothing so he actually that. scored. He scored more this week than last week. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which is, <laughs> I can't imagine will happen too often. No, absolutely not. But I mean, uh, this is this is a perfect example of what you were saying as well, Bruce. Right? You can't take this is such a small sample size because look, Will Buck was top of the top of the league, right? And he scored ninety odd this week. He scores thirty five. So it just goes to show that. You've got yeah. the same, near enough, the same start in eleven, and sometimes yeah. it just goes away. Sometimes it doesn't. It's the, yeah. it's the when you look through ten games where your kind of average is sitting, and that's why if you if you're like me and you're sitting down in the depths of the twenties, don't worry because if you look, there's a there's forty points between top and twentieth, and yeah, th- last, this last week was, season, 
Sorry, Ray Scott. No, sorry, cut across there. Like it's it just feels like this week was all about have owning at least two of those four players that really scored highly. You know, so like all the teams we're looking at that scored well had a Dina, it had a Lundstrom, it had a De Bruyne, it had a Mane. Like um, it it had at least two of those. If you had two of those, you're fine this week. If not, you weren't. And like that's not how to judge, you know, the performance of a team over the course of a season. That's you know. Who's to say that, that that could have been anyone this week? Certainly like Lundstram or um, Dina. I, I know Dina is a more consistent performer, but... Um, Puki was the it, other one. He was the other one, you're right. Yeah, we, yeah, we haven't really mentioned him, have we? Because I've I barely seen, seen a team with him in, to be honest. Um, I, think I don't you know what his ownership's now. like. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it, ownership is shooting up, mate. It's kind of point two mil already. Yeah, I know. That's Ridiculous. an obscene jump. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know Absolutely if you two will agree with me, but my mantra coming out of this game week would be to anyone listening, don't worry yet. Hold on to your seats. Don't need you. Because there's going to be lots of new players. I think there's an extra million nearly in this in this uh, this year's FPL you know, overall league. Let them do the knee-jerking because they're going to take out the ones that will come good. You've picked your team for a reason, so trust yourself for the time being. But at the same time, don't yeah. take it to the extreme and do Reese with Jota where he keeps it for <laughs> <laughs> half a season, then takes it out and then Jota explodes. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, the wrong, the wrong half, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. Well, I've tried not to get my favourites this year. You'll notice there's no Matt Ritchie. There's no guilty so Sigurdsson. The year Matt Ritchie's down as a defender and Reese doesn't. And I haven't got him. <laughs> well, I think that's um, well, good, it's a good move so far, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I yes. I'm not getting my favourites in. I'm I, Next year, I will just pick a team of players that I hate so that I can cut them without having to worry about that difficult conversation I've got to have with them. Um, <laughs> yeah. sorry, sorry, Matt. It's not you. It's Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I don't want to have that conversation with Matt Ritchie or Guilfi Sigurdsson. They're my boys. Um, but yeah, like I, I could have that conversation with, actually, to be fair, most, most of the boys in my team are actually quite nice guys as well. Um, so yeah, maybe I'm not sticking by that. Anyway, no. come, back, come, come back to me next year on my approach. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're also going to take a look down the bottom of the table. And the, the bottom two are actually two of my very close friends. Um, but I think we agreed, right, that we'll kind of we'll give Sam the benefit of the doubt because he only came in this week. Yeah. Yep. So we have to go to Jammy Donut, Theo Tebbit. Um, now, Theo, Theo um, told me that he had a very bold, bold uh, business model of, I said, so Theo, what is it, Sterling? Is it uh, Salah, Kane? None of them, mate. None of them. He was like... You know, I'm gonna put my money elsewhere. And you know what? I don't I don't think it's a bad idea because I'm very tempted. I've always been one of these guys with but what if you had a team full of seven point fives? Everyone. I mean, I'm not even gonna do the math, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, not having a, a twelve mil or eleven mil and, and will the law of averages be in your favor and turn it around. Um, but so far it's not <laughs> it's not looking good for Theo. It hasn't so far. <laughs> no. And um, it's a it's a good looking team though. It is. It's, a, shame. it's like, a great looking team. Do you want to run through it, Reese? Yeah. So, um, like looking at the back five you put out this week, like that's a back five that would, uh, you know, that could win a Premier League. Kepper in goal, 
Kyle Walker, Van Dyke, Robertson, and Aspilicueta. Like that's absolutely yeah. solid. It's just a shame that they got two one two 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 across them. Um, <laughs> so yeah. it's just it's just not really coming good for Theo right now. And then the midfield again. I'd love to have these these bright young talents in my side: Zaha, Pulisic, Richarlison, two two three, um, and the strike force: Jimenez, King, Abamyang. Like. That's a great, that's a really nice looking starting 11. I mean, I know we're not playing football manager here, but it's a really nicely balanced starting 11, right? Um, yeah, and his bench is pretty strong as well. I mean, yeah, like, he's like, a fool for leaving Lucas Moura second sub, that's all I can say. Yeah. Um, I, I, but you're right, like, my bench, my bench is poor. I've got Dendonka, I've got uh, Greenwood and someone else, you know, like, it's a poor bench. But yeah. Theo's got Wambasaka. Lucas Mora and he- like Hayden's the only one on uh, the only one in his squad apart from reserve goalkeeper, which everyone this year seems to just be having button as their reserve keeper. Like Hayden's the only one for Newcastle that's really pretty garbage. Like the rest of them are all they're all good players, right? Uh, yes, I, like, yeah. I would dispute the midfield. Like I think you missed the trick there. I think, well, I think, so one thing I would say on his midfielder, I think he's he's obviously relied on last season, which isn't yeah. an unfair thing to do. But I think Zaha, um, given the African Cup of Nations and... Given his, the fact that he wanted out, like, yeah. that, that just basically, like, discounted him for me. Like, Palace looked rubbish. Um I mean... They're all pretty, they're all streaky players, aren't they? Mm. Like... Or, or, or unknown quantities like Pulisic, we don't know about him. Richarlison's streaky. Lucas Rich, Mora. Richarlison is the definition of streaky, isn't he? I was quite yeah. consistent um, for me but, last year. Oh. <laughs> but like he 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 can he can disappear for four games and yes, uh, like um, Zaha is a great player and probably like if I were going to buy as a football manager any of those players, I'd probably buy Zaha, but. Again, he can just go weeks without scoring, and Lucas Mora may not play every week. Um, and there's just no person who you think, oh, they're going to score this week. You know, like a, a, that Salah, Sterling, Mane factor, or even K, like K, KDB from the assist perspective. You just feel like they're going to get points. I think but it's with, looking like you need you need one of those four at least. I've got two. Yeah, I think some people have got yeah. three. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, then, so one quick piece of advice for Theo in this team. Tommy P, go. Uh, ditch the Chelsea defence. Okay. Reese. Oh, that was a really quick piece of advice. I was hoping you'd take a bit longer, Tom, so that I could come up with my piece of advice. Um, I'd be tempted to ditch Zaha, to be honest. I, I think I had Palace down in the uh, relegation zone for my predictions this year. Um, they've got United and Spurs in their next three. I just don't really, I just don't really fancy them this year. So I'd be tempted to zip, ditch Zaha. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, he, I, I know he's actually quite reasonably priced mm-hmm. um, for, for the quality of player he is. But I'd be tempted mm-hmm. to ditch him. Um, I, w- I will just say again quickly, like the, this team, there's too much money on the bench every week. Like the more money on your bench, you're neglecting it in your starting eleven. Like one Bissaka yeah, that's and a really good... more on the bench is too. That's a that's a good line, Tom. Yeah, that's a really good point. Definitely. Right. It, it, you're just going to miss out on points and give yourself a selection headache. I so guess. have one yeah. then. I think having yeah. one sub to come in, that's 5.5 mil or more. Fair. 
But yeah, I take your point. Don't have two because, for example, now you've got Lucas Morris sitting there. If yeah. he was your first yeah. and someone to play, he'd come in. Sorry, oh, uh, there is there is there's no I'll obvious person. No, you can. You're exactly right. Like, there's no obvious person for. So, if you do bring Wambasaka in or Lucas Moore in, you're going to drop. Like, who's the next weakest player? You're looking at Josh King and Richarlison, and like, I don't want yeah. those two players on my bench. They're both mm-hmm. threats. So I yeah. think you're exactly right, Tom. That's a really good point about sort of just stacking it a little bit further. So maybe you trade in Mora and Zaha for a Salah plus Dendonka. You know, I don't know what's affordable, but that kind of thing, you know, a premium and a Dendonka so that, you know, if it's just Wan-Bissaka on your bench, at least he's got a chance of coming in. He's the first sub every week and you play him against the weaker opposition. So, yeah. yeah. Well, he seems to have got two transfers, so maybe he'll, maybe he'll do that. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, that, I think that wraps up part one. In part two, we're going to be exploring budget forwards and we're going to take a look at Last Man Standing. See you in a bit. Welcome back to part two. Um, so, first, we're going to take a look at budget forwards. Um, Tommy P. I think raise this as something we could look into. So I'll keep it quite quick, Tom. Um, what's your general view on budget forwards and are you looking at getting in well, or changing I, changing your budget forwards? I, this year, have adopted a strategy of three budget forwards um, and no premiums, which hasn't paid off yet, but I think it's, well, it's given me the, like, the ability to have Sterling and Salah. So... I think it'll pay off in that way. Um, the problem is I didn't choose 100% correctly in the beginning because Pookie has been the standout of the uh, 6.5 bracket so far. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, mine are King, Jota, and Wood. Um, I Obviously, Barnes would have been a better choice than Wood at this stage, but I think, to be honest, my, my feeling towards... Um, towards this is just uh like i think it's better to stack in midfield like these these midfielders basically play up front like get them they get more points than the strikers uh-huh. okay but, and so you're gonna you're gonna st- you're gonna stick with your budget forwards or are you gonna look at changing any of them so pookie is tempting but like you say i'm gonna let the uh knee jerkers knee jerk for this week um i'm not worried about hi- him until he gets to about seven and that's where like if he's continually going up because he's doing well, then I'll uh, I'll look to change it up. Um, there's not actually a huge amount of others that are tempting me outside of mine at the moment, which is why I'm not being kind of pressed into making a transfer. I think King's always going to get points. Um, I think Wood's always capable of getting a goal. Like mm-hmm. if he scores this week, you know, or next week, it's like one in three, one in four. That's probably what you expect from him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be interested in keeping tabs on Brighton centre forward Neil Mope, who scored 30 goals in the championship last year, I think, and scored okay. on opening weekend. Isn't yet in the starting lineup each week, but when he is, that's an interesting one to watch um, at only six million. Um, yeah, it's cheap. So if you if you want someone who's you know not going to break the bank and enables you to get a strong midfield then that's potentially someone to look at interesting Reese, what's your take on budget forwards 
Any hot tips? Uh, not any hot tips. Like it's 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 an interesting one, isn't it, Tom? Like you said, you've gone down that route. You've just mm. picked the wrong ones. Like it's just a bit yeah. unfortunate, really. Like you you could be looking at you could have had Pookie Barnes and Rashford. I know Rashford isn't necessarily budget, but you know Pookie Barnes and Rashford is your he's, front three, and he's laughing. slightly too high, unfortunately, it, Rashford. It, I think yeah, really what what I'm just going to do is like you know I'm going to keep the personnel the same but like for now but I'm just going to change around that bracket I'm not going to change strategies I don't think I'm just going to keep money in midfield and keep rotating those three Mm -hmm. yeah so my my front three is quite different I've sort of gone premium um, like upper mid tier and then nobody Um, so I've got Kane I've got Wilson and I've got Greenwood um, and I know earlier on I was talking about how my defence in terms of personnel my defence is probably where I'd look to change first but I would be tempted to like change my outlook of my attack um, I was just looking at scenarios and you know if I do a if I do a Fraser and Kane I can get in it, so if I bin Fraser and Kane I could do Mane and uh, Barnes for example mm-hmm. Um I don't really like that particular switch. Um, if I've already got Salah, if I had Sterling and I could make that switch, I'd be tempted um, to get in that Liverpool midfielder. Uh, but I, I don't know. I've, I think Kane's. I think Kane's going to be top scorer this year. I said it last week. I, I'm not too worried about having a week off against City. You know, he's gonna he's gonna score goals against Newcastle this week. He's nailed on as my captain. Um, so yeah. I think it's a it's an interesting option and and Barnes like Barnes, it, um, he's an interesting one. He seems to get better every year, you know, mm. not much not much better, but his goal scoring just seems to get two or three better each year, which in this league is like a real feather in his cap. Um, yeah, and, and imagine if he was at a, no offense to Burnley fans, but a more footballing football team. Mm. Um, where he was getting real good deliveries and service, I yeah. think he could probably score a lot more goals. Reese, like yeah, with so, your um, strategy though for this season, because you've got Greenwood, you're basically committing yeah. to two up front every week. Like you're never going to yes, play three right. up front, basically. Yeah. So I think yeah. like I mean, what like, you want to do when you're choosing your strikers is decide on what formation you're playing. If you're playing three, you probably can't go for the super high premium ones. Like yeah, it'd be a bit more difficult anyway. Like you'd have to yeah. sacrifice a bit more. Um, so at the back, so like I'd work out your formation first. And then base the players around that. So I'm basically yeah. committed with my guys to playing three four three every week. Mm. So, like, you kind of fit players into that, and then anyone who doesn't fit, you know, you just line the bench with crap, basically. Yeah, but. and like it's, it's something like if if uh, if we did a preseason pod, that would have been a, a point that I'd have brought up because it's something that like flicking through uh, the more established podcasts and Twitter accounts, you know they'll very often talk about setting the formation first and then filling it with person or, you know, certainly a clearer link between formation or setting your formation first, but it's just something that I never really consider. You know, I'm too taken by, Oh, I want these players in as opposed your to eyes uh, light up when you see, uh... you know, as you know, I was, I was kind of looking at, you know, my first draft was like a five, two, three or a five, three, two. Um, <laughs> and I really fancy going down that route and just having a go with that all season. Um, 
but given like Robertson's lack of initial points, I'm not too disappointed that I haven't because I was looking at like premium, premium defenders and just milking them and having nothing anywhere else. But it's, it's an interesting point about sort of setting your formation and then basing it on that. Um, I'm almost tied to um, like, yeah, you're exactly right, Tom. Two strikers. Um, I can put out a good four in my midfield every week. And then, uh, you know, I I can put out three good defenders. And then if Duncan Lundstrom have bad fixtures, both in the same week, then I'm kind of struggling, you know, to put out an 11, but um, I can squeeze someone out there. But I'm kind of looking at a classic, a classic 4-4-Fing 2 as my (laughs) set to get formation. Um, But yeah, it's a good point about like the formations and it's something that I think are quite a lot. Um, but yeah, I feel like I've, I've kind of nailed my colors to the mast with this, with Kane. And I really want to follow through with him because I just feel like he's just too good to, to not deliver this year. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I mean, I, I've resisted and probably will resist most of the season, to be honest. Um, Chris, uh-huh. what are your thoughts towards, um, towards strikers? Um, I mean, I, I would be wary of Barnes purely because of the team that he's playing in. Um, and have him having already been in the Prem, we've seen him. He he has spells, but he's never really had... He never showed the same consistency that Jimenez did, for example, last season. Um, Pookie is one that's really catching my eye. Um, I You know, I think he's he's already started very strongly, which I, I think he's showing the signs of a guy that doesn't matter what team he's in or what team he's playing. He knows where the goal is. Um and I think, you know, 29 goal season in the championship last season. Um, and he's got a bit of a tough spell coming up with Chelsea, West Ham and City. But then he's got a run of Burnley, Palace, Villa, Bournemouth. So, I mean, I would maybe be even tempted to get him in. Um, the thing is, though, with with yours, though, yours will have to be at the expense of Josh King, surely. Yeah, and I have no problem getting rid of Josh King, to be honest, yeah. because I'm not, I'm not wedded to him. And... He hasn't flown out of the, the starting gate, to be fair. Mm. Um, but Wilson's this, always going to be challenging him. This is what I quite like about having three strikers I'm not too attached to, though, is that you can bin one of them off without a second thought for the one who's in form. Whereas like, if you're wedded to Kane, then you're stuck with him for most of the season, to be honest. But Yeah, true. But I, I also agree with Reese in that. I mean... If I were to change my formation, I would just put Kane up front on his own and reinvest King because Kane is someone that I can happily set and forget because I, I think if he stays fit throughout the season, he's going to get 20, 25 goals. So that's what I'm paying for. And then I can change around with the others. Uh, I'm like uh, Reese, where I've got Greenwood, where he's probably going to stay on my bench. It's a big investment. If, for example, he blows up halfway through the season, I can bring him in. King's the one that I would drop in an instant, to be honest. Um, mm. And I'm already kind of regretting having two Bournemouth boys. So as and when I um, I choose my wild card, they'll probably be on the, the block to chop. Fair enough. Yeah. Any uh, any other strikers that you're looking at, potentially, apart from Pookie? Or? Um, I... <sighs> I thought Billy Sharp might might be one to look at because he's uh, he's been a bit of a journeyman, hasn't he? And he's just not getting the minutes. He's not getting the minutes. And to be honest, the other the other guys, I'd be scared to touch because I don't know them enough. And 
if I, you know, I didn't know Pookie that well, but he's kicked off, so now I know. The other mm-hmm. guys, I think you've got a good, you've got a good chat with Morpe, whatever mm-hmm. has his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the rest, I mean, I'm looking through the list now, and Benteke wouldn't touch with a barge pole. Calvin Lewin, again, him. Mm-hmm. I think Moyes keen at seven million if he can start getting in the starting eleven. And yeah, I think I think the only ones, time. the only ones that I'd look at otherwise is if Watford start to find any form. That's when you maybe start to look at Delafeu. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but let's see. It's it's so hard for us to to kind of. I I think it's good for us to comment on considering you know the the two top three strikers. Two of them are under seven mil, but I think we need to give it a bit more time. See if Norwich have got the legs and see if Barnes has actually you know announced himself as an uh, an out and out goal scorer and he's going to keep it up. We shall see. I can see him blanking for the next three weeks. Yeah. Famous last words. Okay. <laughs> right. Shall we move on to last man standing? Shall we indeed? And I believe we are all still standing. We're still standing. <laughs> yeah, I think we are. Elton John gets a lot of uh, lot of lip service on this podcast. He does. <laughs> Maybe it's a lot of our time, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He might be lining our pockets. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, and I'm currently fighting uh, a lawsuit to try and get him as our uh, like our intro music as well. It's not going very well, but I'm uh, fighting, guys. Um, we, we can we can get a petition going. I mean, I would. I would um, so yeah, what being our intro? Sorry, I missed that. I said I personally would be well up for having an Elton John as our intro. Perfect. Let's let's get it going. So. <laughs> all right. So um, we're all still standing. I had Liverpool. Who edged a win at Southampton? Yeah. Uh, Everton, who mm-hmm. edged a win at Watford. And, Reece, and I had you, Arsenal, uh, Arsenal. Who, who kind of like who won. Won. were good Say enough it. to win. <laughs> they didn't edge it. They were good enough to win against Burnley. Um, right, so, so who goes so yeah, first this I think, week? I think, I think I won. Well, so it's not me. So, so it's me or you, Tom. Uh, do you want to go first, Chris? And Reese drops to the back, and I'll go second. If you insist, um, I'm going to choose Spurs this week. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was probably going to. It's nice choosing Spurs for this because uh, it's always bittersweet. Like I'm out of last yeah. standing, but yeah. I know that Spurs haven't won, so it's yeah. always uh, it's always quite nice. Um, <laughs> But I'll I'll go with um, Manchester United. Oh, interesting! Mm-hmm. I was going to uh, I was assuming you were eyeing up City, and uh, I was I was, was going to I was, uh, was going to do United. I can't believe City have been left till third. Uh, and as well, such, at home and no mugs though. Yeah, don't care. Don't care. A City, a City. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm going City. Uh, get it out of the way. Um, I always lose last man standing anyway, so it really matters <laughs> it. But, um, Fair enough. Yes, yeah, for me. Teams are locked in. Cool. Nice. Best of luck. And don't forget, everyone, including you two, there's um, Villa Everton on Friday night at 8 o'clock. So yeah. the deadline for transfer. Oh, this week. Setting yeah. captain choices, yes. Friday night, 7pm, get your teams locked in. Thank you yeah. very much. Didn't have a clue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, everyone, make sure you join the podcast league. We want to, you know, make sure that there are more people beating us in there. 
Um, and send any questions that you like into Twitter or email. They'll be more than welcome. And all the all the information you need will be in the bio for the pod. Absolutely. Cool. So uh, that's a wrap, gents. Um, see you. Uh, see you next week. Yeah. See you in a week, guys. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.